Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk, a Coffee Kids podcast. This is episode nine of our bi-weekly trophy hunting podcast. I'm one of your hosts, as always, Colin Colhoven, joined by Eli Downing and Daryl Fuimano. Eli, how are you doing today? Good, good. Woke up a little late, but I'm ready to go. It's the best. I love when you wake up just in time to get somewhere and still be late. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, you weren't late to the show, so thanks for joining us this morning. Daryl, how are you doing yep. today? I'm doing well, my friend. Doing all right. Fantastic. Good to hear. Um, I did want to quickly go over some sort of housekeeping and general information for everybody. So one of our listeners reached out to me a couple days ago and noted that they could not find our podcast based on previous links that I'd put up on Facebook and stuff like that. So that is because we've actually changed the URL on SoundCloud, which I know is pretty frustrating, but it is now at soundcloud.com slash coffee kids. And the reason for that is the original intention behind the sort of channel and profile was that Coffee Kids is sort of the brand or the network, if you think about it in that way. And Trophy Talk is a podcast within that network. So eventually, if we expand and start to do other shows, I think we've touched on that a bit before, um, it'll still all be under that Coffee Kids moniker. So if you're looking for those shows, they're going to be uploaded to soundcloud.com slash coffee kids. They are uploaded on a bi-weekly basis or fortnightly if you're Australian. And so what that means is we record them on Saturdays, every other Saturday, and it gets edited and uploaded Sunday, late afternoon, early evening. So if you're really jonesing for it, you can try to get it right away on Sunday. Or if you're a little more patient, you can definitely uh, find it on Monday morning, and it'll be there for your work and your commute. So that is uh, something I wanted to cover. So thanks for letting me get that off my chest. What do you guys think of the whole the change. I'm sorry about the frustration there, but <laughs> I think it was necessary moving forward. Yeah, I think that's a good, it's a good call as, as we develop more shows and mm -hmm. whatnot. Oh yeah, that's a good call out too. Just so people are aware, I did try to get the soundcloud.com slash trophy talk URL. There is a individual who one time three years ago did a podcast on sports and called it trophy talk. They have not uploaded in three years, so I reached out to them to try to get that URL and did not hear anything back. So this is what we're going with, uh, but I appreciate it. We got a new uh, artwork, new banner up for the profile, a new sort of thumbnail and profile picture there. So big thanks to Eli for working on that stuff. I think it's really cool. It, it reminds me of sort of a skateboard deck or something like that from back in the day. So I'm very happy with it. Thanks again for your work on that so far. Yeah, no problem. It was, it was fun to start doing some art and drawing again yeah for sure I, I imagine that it would be so um thanks for accepting my my trial art <laughs> <laughs> no i like it i can't draw for shit i'm i'm definitely not uh art inclined you know it was hard to get I... <laughs> get digital with it too it's a whole new I, I like pen and paper right and so it was a weird transition but you know it's 2020 so it's about time. Get with the times, Eli. Get with the fucking times, okay? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> tired of spilling my ink jar on my <laughs> pen. Yeah, I needed to. Yeah, I'll get you a quill for your birthday or something at some yeah. point. <laughs> Just, oh, um, cool, Daryl. Anything you want to add on to that before we kind of get going into things? 
you like the artwork and all that stuff. I'm assuming you do. I think it looks pretty cool. So yeah, it looks great. I like how all the trophies look similar to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the one that that dropped that suggestion that we throw your blonde hair on the gold trophy. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's definitely a nice touch to add to the channel. It's, it's definitely a, um, a nice piece of artwork. So good yeah. job, Eli. Hell yeah. Thanks, guys. So we thought we would start things a bit differently this time. In, in the past, we've sort of just jumped into, you know, maybe a smaller topic, but mostly just kind of what we've been playing and getting trophies in throughout the last few weeks. But we came up with a series of questions related to trophy hunting in general. And the idea is we're just going to kind of pick one from this larger bucket uh, for every podcast and we'll sort of discuss and kind of get the brain juices flowing with trophy-related information here. So the first question that we wanted to kind of go over and discuss is, which platinum trophy are you most proud of? So that's what we're going to be discussing here for a few minutes. Whoever wants to jump in on that first. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I messed up, didn't I? Whoops. No, never mind. That's the right one. Sorry. A little false alarm there, guys. We, we had two yeah. options for, for questions we were going to do this week. So the question is, which platinum are you most proud of? Who wants to kind of start us off with some discussion here? Yeah, I'll go ahead and start it off. I would say my proudest platinum so far would have to be the witness Mm. the witness is a game that was for free on ps plus puzzle game and the platinum is really tough to get i believe the platinum's at uh where's it at right now eli it's like Uh, it's not high 11 or 12 okay so it is pretty pretty good but was that on psn profiles or like just normal playstation tracking oh no it's two percent there you go that sounds right i think it was higher uh i think it was higher previously before it went free because um this is also one of my my proudest platinums but they had a they had a not a glitch but you could pause the game you could like take a picture and hit the PlayStation button to go back to the menu and it would stop the timer in the challenge. So like it was a super high percent. And then I think when they gave it out for free and people turned it on, that was post patch, which lowered the percentage. Yeah, it was a, it it was a fun game, but the platinum was probably the one that prevented people from getting just because of the the challenge trophy Mm. and just to give you an insight into that, basically you had to beat all the puzzles or they had like a variety of puzzles that were in this challenge room and you only had a certain amount of time to beat them all uh, to get to like the very end. So you had to like be really quick, know the ins and outs of the puzzles. Mm -hmm. For me particularly, I'm not a really great puzzle solver. I'm not a fan of puzzle games. So coming into this game uh, to try to do all that legitimately was tough because up until that point, you can rely on guides. The guides would, uh, if you follow them from beginning to end, you would get the trophies. But the challenge trophy, because they had the patch, you basically just had to rely on skill. And that that was hard for me. I did not have a blast doing this because (laughs) I... 
was for sure convinced that I would never get the platinum. But yeah. uh, Eli one day said he got the platinum, so um, it, it definitely triggered me to try to work on it and get better at it. I will say that the Tetris puzzles were probably the ones that sucked the most because I could never get it. Mm. The Tetris puzzles always screwed me over. I'm not very good at but, Tetris in general. Like, that's one of those things that most folks are like, oh, yeah, I can, you know, like your grandmother can play Tetris, right? And I'm like, I suck at this game. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like, it's, I'm just not very good at it. Uh, yeah, it's it's just I, I couldn't do it quick enough to uh, give myself leeway towards the end. Just that one alone was the toughest part. And then once you got past like all the puzzles that were in front of you, you had to enter a room. And that room's layout changed every time, depending on the puzzle you encountered towards the beginning of the game. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning of the game, there was like a maze puzzle where you had to get from point A to point B. But then along the way, there is like two dots in that maze. And that was the puzzle you had to keep in mind as you got to the maze section of the game. Because those two dots were where you would find the next puzzles in that maze. So that one was pretty tough. Yeah. And just when you got past that part, the challenging part was trying to solve these puzzles that were on these columns and trying to rotate the columns to see like where your path was and all that. Definitely the most challenging platinum that i've worked towards but it was definitely one worth it because it reminded me that i could do it <laughs> yeah so that's awesome i would say that's probably the proudest trophy that i've can recall in recent memory up until you get your wolfenstein 2 mein lieben trophy <laughs> that is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, just, oh, yeah just to kind of like quickly discuss that i mean not the mein lieben but the the witness i mean is it true because I, I remember you guys playing this game and if I recall correctly, you both sort of followed a guide to get through the majority of the game without necessarily, and I'm not trying to bash you guys, but you don't necessarily, when you do that, have to learn the ins and outs and the particulars of each type of puzzle. So it's almost like you kind of screwed yourself over when you get to the end of the game and it throws you through this gauntlet of puzzles because the average player of that game has a bunch of experience and a bunch of learning from trials and execution on different things throughout their journey but you guys just sort of got there and got thrown into the ringer right and then you had to learn it all <laughs> essentially at the end i don't know if that's true for both of you but I, I i sort of remember eli having that experience but eli you also have a video up of this final trial room or final puzzle don't you on your youtube channel yeah if you're interested it's it's up there okay it's actually got a couple of views in the past couple of days it's been it's cool nice yeah, yeah well that, that was that, that was one of my proudest platinums as well mm-hmm but I had a, I did get a, a little help from my brother who's like a hundred percent of it, like three times. Mm-hmm. So shout out to B down O eight. Um, I might have to get him on the but, show at some point. Yeah, um, he's been into like speed running right now. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so I got a little help from him. But another little tidbit: there's a lot of like content in that ga- in the game uh, outside of the trophies. That was another reason why I kind of followed a guide because there's like a lot of stuff to do that you don't need to do. Mm-hmm. So like I just kind of wanted to get get to what I needed to get to. Right. But there's this, there's another puzzle in there 
which is considered the hardest puzzle in the game because there's like all these different it's almost like a combination of all of them in one puzzle like there was an area where the sound cues was where you got your path from like up and down based on the tone and so like combined that with the uh symmetrical puzzle where you have like two lines going um kind of like mirrored i guess through the square yeah there's like some blackout lighting parts of it as well and i was at this door and like he gave me like one or two hints and i was like kind of struggling with it i thought i i thought i had it down and then like i just clicked x to finish the puzzle mm -hmm. and it finished and he was just like what how did you do that that took me like <laughs> days to figure it out i did it in like like two or three tries that's so awesome. that was pretty that was one of my proudest moments in the game besides the the challenge room that's really cool and like and like you said daryl too when you get a platinum for a genre of game that you don't traditionally play i think there's something to be said for that too because for example like i'm horrible at fighting games like i just suck at fighting games so everyone's learning my weaknesses here fighting games in tetris right but if I got a platinum in like a Mortal Kombat game or something, I'd be over the moon just because I'm just not good at those at all. So the fact that you're able to get a platinum in a puzzle game when you don't really play that genre is pretty sweet. That was a good moment. Mm -hmm. So is that your yep. most pl uh, proud platinum as well, Eli, or do you have a different one? I feel like it is, but I feel like I got to change it <laughs> now because Daryl picked it. Yeah. So besides that, Bloodborne and probably Killing Floor 2 are... My other most proudest. Gun um, to your head, you got to pick one. Uh, probably. Yikes! Mm -hmm. Gun to my head. Mm -hmm. Gun to your head. Squirt gun. Uh, Let's keep it. You know, keep it PG. It's a water gun to your head, but you got to pick one. <laughs> well, I guess I would say Killing Floor Two then, just because it's a little rarer. Rarer. Yep. Actually, on I, I got on PSN profiles and shout out to that place, dude. It's I signed up and there's so many cool things you can do and get banners and all that they all these statistics yeah it's awesome but bloodborne was there i guess they were both super enjoyable but bloodborne just has i don't know how, how to describe it but killing floor i guess was <laughs> was kind of the, the more proud one for me because uh i guess shooters not really my best style of game mm -hmm. so yeah, it was really cool to have uh, beat the beat a level on the hardest difficulty, which I think we went over actually in a previous episode. But, yeah, we did a little bit. Um, yeah, I think I'd have to go with I have to go with that one. Yeah, and that game meant a lot to you too, in terms of like you've been playing it for quite a while, and you know you're, you're up to date on the patches and sort of more involved in the community. So that yeah. that makes sense. I mean, while Bloodborne the Platinum is really impressive, I do feel like it's almost a meme at this point where like, if you own a PlayStation and you're going to play a Soulsborne game, like, that's the one that people play, and that's the yeah. Platinum that they get, whereas, you know, Sekiro or something like that is a bit more obscure. But at the same time, like, I don't mean, I'm not taking away from it at all, because I don't have a Platinum in any of the Souls games, and uh, they're very hard, obviously. So, good stuff either way. Yeah. That's that's the wording I was looking for. You nailed it. Good. <laughs> Fantastic. Speaking of... Speaking of Killing Floor 2, mm -hmm. I made my first guide. Oh, yeah. Which I put on my YouTube channel, which was pretty fun. So there was the new Perilous Plunder patch, mm -hmm. which uh, was like, they, they do like a seasonal update. And so I played the new level and 
found all the collectibles on my own, which was cool. And then I was like, well, I could probably probably make a video. And then I ended up making a guide. It's awesome. So that was, uh, it's a pretty simple guide, but it was a very proud moment for myself mm-hmm. making a trophy guide. Yeah. Like a trophy. I mean, that's, trophy hunter. that's pretty cool. I don't remember the last time that I ended up getting all the collectibles without <laughs> following a guide, to be completely honest with you. That's almost like a given at any point. I'm playing a game that I'll have that open at the same time and then and then go through it. I mean, I suppose you could not do that, but just I feel like trophy hunters were all really big on efficiency. And so to minimize multiple playthroughs, it just always makes sense to have the guide open as you go. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. At least for stuff. this one, it's just like a map and you just clear out the first wave and you leave like the big bumbling guy who walks slow and run around and check out the map. And right. after finding all the collectibles, they... I kind of have an idea of where they like to play some and mm-hmm. check those areas. So, yep, that's pretty fun. Well, it sounds like, like if we ever get to uh, zombies in Spaceland, you're gonna have a good time because it's a similar philosophy in all of the Call of Duty zombies games, where you leave like one zombie alive, or you leave if you throw grenades in that game, you can blow the legs off of the zombies, and they're called like crawlers, and they're really slow. So you leave one of those alive while you do a lot of the trophy re- related requirements. Um, mm and stuff like that so you're you're well on your way to understanding how that will work <laughs> nice yeah uh for myself platinum that i'm most proud of i also had to i narrowed it down to two um and it was between call of duty modern warfare remastered and between resident evil 2 remake and i think i'm gonna have to go with resident evil 2 remake just because of what the franchise means to me overall like i've been such a massive fan of resident evil since 2000 or somewhere in that range when i got resident evil remake for the gamecube and uh as we've talked about before i'm a huge sissy when it comes to (laughs) scary games in general so while i really loved the franchise i wasn't ever able to complete every single title or even you know the first the first half of the series is much more survival horror based than the latter half and so i really kind of hit my stride with like resident evil 5 and 6 and revelations and so being able to go and play one of the originals that I had not played, I never played Resident Evil 2 before the remake came out, and then to get the Platinum within about a month of the game coming out and uh, you know sort of conquer my fears and get something in a franchise that I love was probably one of the better, uh, one of the better moments in trophy hunting for me. So Resident Evil 2 Remake, shout out to you. And here's to Resident Evil 8 coming up at some point in the next year. Nice. Yeah, and that's, that's a, a good one with all the playthroughs and stuff. Right. Yeah, multiple playthroughs with various different requirements. Um, unlike Resident Evil Three Remake, there wasn't a shop in the in the game where you could sort of unlock, you know, an infinite rocket launcher or more defense and attack damage for your character, stuff like that. So it was it was a much more traditional kind of experience, and yeah. It was very fun. I still highly recommend that to anybody who's interested in getting into the series. There's a, a retro game sale going on right now, and that is on the, the list of games, and as well as some of the older Resident Evil titles. So check it out. Yeah, they're on sale actually quite frequently, especially those older ones. Yeah, it's true. Or they are on sale six, pretty regularly. Usually on sale. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of Resident Evil 8, pretty good segue there, I think, to sort of discuss... The other thing we wanted to talk about this week, which was the PS5 event or PS5 reveal event, a whole bunch of games were shown. We finally got our first look at the console. 
We still don't know the release date or the price, uh, but we are told it's holiday 2020. So about an hour and 15 minutes worth of content, I believe, could be hour and a half worth. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the whole thing. But what did you guys think in general of the PS5 event? Yeah, I, I liked it. I had to take some time off of gaming, though, which was a little unfortunate. But <laughs> <laughs> I ended up watching it. And uh, yeah, it was it was pretty nice put together event. I definitely liked it more than the Xbox event. Yeah, there were some cool games on there. And if I had to pick one, that, that Godfall looks super hype, dude. I'm pretty excited for that. Oh, yeah. And I was, I was kind of wondering, is that that schluter they were talking about the hack and slash looter game is that what that is um so schluter to me is like a shooting looter game so i think of like destiny or even the division 2 as that category of game i think they had some weird moniker for it yeah the hack and slash yeah it's like a hack and slash looter it kind of reminds me of a bit of the combat of like neo and a, a dark souls game but just with a bit more emphasis on gear and like you said looting items and replayability and stuff like that it's it's kind of hard to say because we don't know too much about it yet but it was actually the first ps5 uh game that was ever shown i believe it was even six months ago at this point they they showed sort of a brief glimpse at it and said that it was running on ps5 so that's one we've known about for quite a while yeah i'm i'm excited for that it it probably wasn't even on the top like three for games that I was looking forward to. But, you know, at this point, when, when the PS5 launches, you're going to have a pretty limited selection of games. So that game is going to sell gangbusters just because it's one of the first ones, you know? Yeah, that looks like right up my alley. With yeah. Button mashing and like the kind of like hoardy, you know, if it's just a hack and slash looter type deal, that's that's the loop. <laughs> just <laughs> attacking, spamming, attack, and looting stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to come down to how big it is, I think. If if they try to make it sort of like a Destiny style experience where it's like constantly changing and new raids and new, you know, it's like, I don't really want that. But if it's more of a tight kind of like Soulsborne experience of, you know, 20, 30 hours or something, then I think it'd be pretty cool. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I never did think of that. What about you, Daryl? What's some stuff that you liked at the event? Um, I definitely like that they show the Spider Man game. The Hell yeah. To, uh, yeah, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. That was one that I was surprised that they showed. Um, not not too fond of the name, though. I think they could have done a better job with that. Mm. Stone and Miles Morales probably could have done something better than that. Horizon Zero Dawn looks pretty good. I have the first one, so I'm definitely psyched to play that. And then after playing the second one, or seeing the second one in action, it looked pretty good. Although it was a trailer, but there the was story some looks pretty in there, good. I think. Like, okay. pretty minimally, but, you know, when Aloy is, like, riding the horse or her mechanical steed around, I'm pretty sure that was actual gameplay. They kind of did this thing where they mixed CGI and stuff with little bits of maybe cutscene and stuff like that for almost all the games. Yeah, I, I probably missed that. I actually watched the, um, uh, watched it so early this morning. I probably watched that at, like, 3 in the morning, just preparing oh. for the podcast. Damn, dude. Uh had had to wrap up some games. They took a little bit longer than I probably thought they would. Yeah. So like right after I was done, I was like, ah, I, I still got to check out the the event. And then I saw one that was like three hours long. I was like, holy crap, I'm gonna be up forever. 
then I saw the condensed version, which was like an hour. So I was like, all right, cool. Right. You no, know, I, I could sit through this. I'll, I'll, I'll suffer waking up hella tired, but you know, at least I'll be, at least I have something to say. Uh, so Resident Evil take, 8. You did not take time off from gaming. <laughs> no, I did Jacked not. It on the end. No, I had a lot to, to prepare for us, but <laughs> it, it'll, it'll all pay off. <laughs> Resident Evil 8 looks good. Oh, my God. Um, I, like, lost my shit. When we checked it out at work, Eli and myself, we looked at it, mm-hmm. and there, there, inside my head, you know, I was like, uh, this looks like a Resident Evil 8 game. And then as soon as you saw, like, the emblems with the umbrellas insignia in the middle, I was like, oh, yeah, this is Resident Evil 8 for sure. Yep, yep. That looked pretty sick, even for me. It's not a Resident Evil fan. I was like, oh man, I don't know. Maybe this will be this will be my new jumping in place. It's probably not a bad point to do it, just because it looks like it's pretty standalone from the rest of the franchise in some ways. Like maybe, I mean, obviously it ties in with the main characters to Resident Evil Seven, but other than that, it seems to be taking a very different tone. You know, it's like a, the greatest hits of sort of traditional monster media, right? Like. It, there's a pretty cool in-depth look at it, Daryl, where they add like an extra minute of footage and the developers talk over it. And they pull up the inventory screen and it actually looks really close to the Resident Evil 4 inventory screen. And it has a currency that you get in there. And the currency is called Lay. And so people have already figured out that this is taking place in Romania. So we might have some sort of like Romanian-inspired, you know, vampire or Dracula influences. Um, the game obviously takes place in a village that surrounds a big old castle. Uh, we get a, a, a glimpse of a couple creatures that look like werewolves. So, like, how much of it is sort of the traditional zombie and virus, and how much of it is sort of this new, maybe just supernatural or paranormal kind of gameplay in general? I don't know. It looks really interesting. I'm, I'm a little yeah, bummed that that's... it's first person, but that's just because mm-hmm. I prefer the older style of over-the-shoulder and third-person controls, but it still looks great. I think that's what's what actually grabbed me that it wasn't zombies. I really like the aesthetics of that, you know, Van Helsing style. Mm-hmm. That was always one of my favorite movies. It looked it looked pretty cool for for an outsider. Yeah, for sure. And I think that game is actually exclusive to next gen. So some of the games that we saw, it was a little bit unclear. Um, a few of them had little disclaimers at the end that said like this is going to be on PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five, but. Resident Evil 8 is confirmed to be only PS5 or Xbox One X. And I do think Miles Morales' Spider-Man game is a bit up in the air still. It might come out on PS4 as well. But that is a really smart game to have at launch because Spider-Man was one of the best-selling games on PS4. And it's a really good incentive for people to jump over and get the new console. Like, when I saw that, I was like, okay, well, now I'm kind of inclined to get this thing within the first couple months of launch if we're going to get a Resident Evil game, a Spider-Man game, a new Ratchet and Clank game that actually looks pretty cool. Yeah, so I thought they had a really great showing overall. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit concerned just, about the price, but <laughs> we'll see what they come yeah. out with. I did want to point out too that there there seemed to be like a lot of a lot of kid-friendly type games that they displayed. Yes. Like there was that Bug Snacks obviously was a was a was a weird one out there. Mm-hmm. You know, like even like Ratchet and Clank. There was that Kina game that looked pretty cool. Oh yeah. It wasn't like it didn't look super kid friendly, but it definitely looked more PG ish because 
like you like took out the demons and then it it made like the world more beautiful and changed the environment which i thought was like a super cool twist on things right and then there was that that astros playroom got me super hyped i was like oh my goodness what is this is this like this looks like super mario or something this is awesome (laughs) but i think it's just like their little you know i don't know their wii sports thing like the little playstation like home network check out our new features type game yeah, and, and Astrobot VR was a really well-received title for PSVR. So the the kind of theory is that this is going to be, like you said, the home screen sort of like tutorial and um, training on how to use the different functions, but it's getting you familiar with Astrobot so that when they eventually come out with PSVR 2 and have the sequel to the game, people are going to be familiar with the character and potentially jump in and buy more copies. At least that's what I'm thinking. That kind of reminded me too. We got our first glimpse from Bluepoint, who are the team that do a lot of really great remasters of Demon Souls remastered. What did you guys think of that? Look cool. It looked bright mm-hmm. and different. So it's not made by From Software. The original game was. This is a so this is a remaster. This this team at Bluepoint most recently did the Shadow of the Colossus remake, and before that they had been working on the Uncharted collection. So they're really well known for, like I said, remastering old titles and bringing them kind of up to speed. There's some cool comparison videos on Body Vidya's YouTube channel, who does sort of Dark Souls lore and speculation, where it does side-by-side comparisons of this trailer and the original Demon Souls trailer. And a lot of the shots are pretty, pretty much the same thing, just with upgraded graphics, but it does look like they added even you know, more detail in terms of vegetation and you know, like textures and all kinds of stuff. And there's some speculation that they're going to go in and add content that was cut from the original Demon Souls just due to time constraints. So that would be pretty interesting if it ended up being true. But, I mean, either way, looking at a, a new sort of From Software game or remastered From Software game at launch, it's pretty exciting because I never played Demon Souls. It was only on PlayStation 3. And it is, uh, I think maybe you can play it on PS now, but they haven't sort of like re-released it for PS4 or anything like that. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed that I really want to play it and that it's locked on PS3 is kind of lame, but I'm also hesitant that it's not from software. So like, I don't know, we'll just see, wait to the review. I don't want to get too hyped on it because it's just got me, got a weird feeling in my gut. Yeah, that's fair. I checked out a, a video on gamers' reactions to the Demon Souls trailers, the one that they showcased at the the PS5 event. Right. It's pretty dope seeing like all these players who are known for playing Souls games, and then you know you see that announcement by the guy from is it from Software or Bluepoint, mm. the one who was talking about the the trailer. That's for a good question. Demon Souls. I actually just saw the trailer. Like I didn't see it in context of the overall presentation so i'm not sure okay yeah yeah he was just talking about hey we have a game for you guys you know enjoy it so like all the souls players you know they were watching the trailer they're like oh what game is this (laughs) and then you know as soon as they saw like the beast come in with the body on its its uh its claws are like oh man this demon souls yeah and, like everybody had the same reaction across the board which is pretty cool because it, it just shows how big that community is and uh for them to get that it, it'll be a, a nice touch for them to play that game again on the next gen consoles 
Yeah, absolutely. And not far away from that, I think we're going to get more information about Elden Ring, which is the the next official from software game. And the cool thing about that is that it's being co-written by George R.R. R. Martin, who's the writer of the Game of Thrones book series. So should be some pretty awesome stuff, I think. And the Kingdom of Amalur. Yes, exactly. Uh, I kind of bought, I bought that for my PC because uh, I wanted like a Fable style game. I looked up stuff on it. It looks like it was like really a really good game. And, like, they had the writers behind it. They had the developers behind it to make it an amazing game. And here it is an amazing game. It just flopped. Yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for that remake because then I can get trophies in it. Hell, yeah. Yeah, I guess to kind of cap off our discussion of the event, which of the games shown are you guys most excited to get trophies in? Uh, I'm going to say Spider-Man. It's a good yeah, choice. Yeah, I can't say because I don't know what Godfall's gameplay will be like. Mm-hmm. The loop for that will be like, but that <laughs> that's that's up there i'd say probably spider-man as well I, I think that the original spider-man on ps4 has one of the most natural trophy lists i've ever played in a game where i finished the main story but throughout the main story i was kind of just naturally inclined to go do these side activities find backpacks you know take out forts or whatever from like enemy gangsters and stuff like that and just by the time i finished the game i really only needed i think two trophies to to kind of mop up the plat and it's certainly one of the most common platinum trophies on the console i'm sure yeah miles morales should be pretty great i've heard that it's going to be close to an uncharted lost legacy style game where it's not actually a full sequel so don't expect a 20-hour campaign it's going to be something like a a 10-hour sort of side story but it's not going to be a full price game either i think it's going to be like 40 dollars or something like that i only hope with the the PlayStation Five trophy systems they they keep everything as how it's been yeah like if they change it up like how Xbox did it I'm not gonna be happy about it because that that was kind of like the reason why I I lost my my interest in achievement hunting it's because the the trophy notification changed I I didn't like it when it was on the Xbox One how it was set up mm. so that's kind of like where i started like i don't really care about achievement hunting anymore because it's not satisfying anymore right it's i like that iconic like blip and then on xbox one it wasn't the same and then you know coming to playstation that was an acquired taste for me like i didn't really care about trophies if they pop they pop i wasn't really going for them but Mm -hmm. you know gradually it it started becoming a thing for me again so i hope sony keeps it as it is because if they change it my 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 trophy list might be stagnant for a little bit right that's a a good point what was that might have to get an xbox (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean certainly if price was no issue i would at some point like to have both consoles but at this point based on what we've seen and and it is good to note we haven't seen xbox's first party presentation yet so like their internal development teams like what the games they have been working on so they could come out and blow us out of the water. But based on what I've seen so far, PS5 is certainly poised to win the next console generation in the same way that they did this one. In there's my, a, in my there's opinion. There's a table four. I would definitely, I would definitely switch. Yeah. So see, <laughs> it's I'm also like, that, yeah. that second, second extinction game they, they, uh, they showed, which I don't think is exclusive, but mm-hmm. that one looks 
that one's got me a little more hyped than Godfall. It's like killing floor with dinosaurs. Yeah, that did look pretty interesting. I want them to change much when it comes to the trophy system. I think, you know, we've talked about this a bit offline, but my really hope for the system is that we get it. I turn it on. I log into my PSN account and boom, all my library from my PS4 is there ready to be downloaded again. Uh, I'm synced up in terms of my trophy level stays the same. You know, everything just really remains the same. It's just on newer hardware. That would be the ideal scenario for me. I think if they were going to change anything, it might be some some good quality of life things like allow me to delete trophy uh, trophy lists from my feed that only have like 1%, for example. I think that'd be pretty cool. Or um, even I was toying around with like, what if they added a iron level trophy below bronze or did something else in between gold and platinum, like a diamond level? Uh, that could be kind of interesting, but it's certainly not even necessary. So we'll see what they end up doing. You can hide those one percent. Yeah, but I just don't even want them. I just, yeah. I just get rid of it. <laughs> the other, the other scary thing is that they—that's not really their mo—is to like make it the same. Right. But I don't know. It seems like they try to change the world when they make a new thing. Yeah. But hopefully they've learned their lesson and listened to the people. Yeah. Because definitely what the, what the people want. And, I agree. Uh, but that's also where Xbox Xbox is playing into that for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to make, trying to uh, they shouted out like their um, after PlayStation's PlayStation's event, they shouted out their like smart something smart, smart delivery. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's like it was, seemed kind of silly. It seemed a little like like yeah, no duh, like games mm-hmm. are gonna work like that. PlayStation's gonna do that too, right? But, I agree. I think it's just they, a marketing. They're definitely playing point. more on that on that kind of style of compatibility. Yeah. Well, P- PlayStation Three. I mean, I didn't own a PS Three, so I guess it's hard for me to say. But my impression is that the trophy system from PS Three to PS Four pretty much remained the same. So I'm hoping that they keep that intact, like we said. But only mm-hmm. time will tell. We don't really know too much about you know the home screen or the UI or like really. Again, we still don't even know the price. Um, I'm going to guess that it's going to come in at, I would say, $600 for the PS5 with a disk drive. And for the digital only, it's going to come in at $500. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have any more thoughts on the PS5 event? Or do you want to get into what we have been playing? If Sony Uh, changes the trophy system, I will write. (laughs) Fair enough. Let's start a let's start a community now that just like signs a petition or something. Let's, get, let's make sure they don't. <laughs> uh, I did want to shout out Metal Helsing as the trophy as the game I'm looking forward to getting the trophies in. Oh yeah, that looks awesome. Helsing or Helsinger, whatever it is. I think it's Helsing. Yeah. So sick, dude. Yeah, a rhythm based game with doom. It's like a FPS with rhythm components to it with a heavy metal soundtrack. So. Hundred percent, right up Eli's, you know, his alley. That's Killing. that type of game. It ties the best two components of Killing Floor and puts them together: the metal and the slang. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, and that one I think is a twenty twenty one release as well. So some time in between that, but all yeah, good here things it's to look PS4 forward to. PS four and PS five. So correct. I'll be able to actually play that one. Very good. So yeah, let's kind of get into what we've been trophy hunting in and how the last couple weeks have been. Daryl, why don't you start us off with sort of your trophy hunt and what you've been what you've been going after? 
Yeah, so I, I've just been playing Outlast 2 since the last episode. Okay. That's the only game that I've been focusing my attention on. I had to put Darksiders 2 in the backseat just for now. Yep. Just so I can get uh, a couple of those harder trophies in Outlast 2. Um, those trophies are the Saint and Messiah trophies. Mm-hmm. And, and for those who aren't familiar with the trophies, both trophies required you to beat the game on insane mode. But Messiah has a caveat. You also have to do it without reloading your camera. Those two trophies were absolutely the hardest trophies in the game and probably the hardest trophies I've ever had to work for. As you guys could tell on Twitch, you know, I was dying plenty of times. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was hard. But I did it. Oh, I did it. You did it. I got the trophy. Wait, it didn't pop on my feed. That's bullshit. Yeah, I was wondering, Colin, when you were gonna give me some some you know recognition for that. Only Eli did. No, it didn't <laughs> pop on my feed. There's been some weird glitches happening with the the app. But yeah, the trophy that popped for me from Outlast for you was Pulitzer, which was getting all the documents and recordings. So mm -hmm. that's all that I saw. But I gave you some props on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Well, congrats. But yeah, that's awesome. I did it. Thank you. Red Barrels, you thought you had me. You almost did. I was just about to delete that game off my hard drive because I could not beat it. But I did. I beat you. Yeah, fuck you, Red <laughs> Barrels. <laughs> so I, I am part of the 0.1% of people who got it. Dude. I, I was so happy. Wow. So happy. So how many tries did it end Pretty up hard. taking you? Like how long were you working at this thing? Um, It took me about six playthroughs. And the playthrough that I got the trophies on, it was funny because I didn't even play with the intention of trying to go for the trophy. I was just trying to get past this choke point that was giving me giving me a rough time. And once I got past that part, I was like, all right, all right, cool. I got past it. Maybe I won't get far, but I'm going to keep pushing forward. Really, the next hard point wasn't really the story itself, but the system of the game because... There's a, a particular point in the game that always glitched out and it happened all the time. And I was like, oh, it's probably going to glitch on me again because mm. it did it four times while I was practicing through that level. And then once I got there, I was like, all right, it's going to glitch. I'm going to go to bed soon. But it didn't glitch. It didn't glitch. So Amazing. I was super hyped. I was hyped, man. I was like, oh, yeah, this trophy's mine. <laughs> this is mine tonight. So I got, I was, man, from that point forward, it was good. I went through the whole game. A couple times where I felt I was going to die for sure. I got ca caught up on some things or I took a few wrong turns, but it, it didn't affect me. And I ended up getting the trophy. So it was such a great feeling. That's awesome. Congratulations again. That is a, that does not sound like a very easy trophy hunt at all sounds like your newest rarest platinum exactly yeah i probably should have mentioned that but i wanted to keep it secret until this segment of the episode didn't want to spoil yeah. the listeners but i kind of want to make people think that i didn't get it so <laughs> well i certainly thought you didn't like, because your... it wasn't on the feed <laughs> so i was like well, all right there we well, go yeah <laughs> that's one listener yeah yeah but yeah it was fun i um had the intention of going 
do the game before today's episode just to wrap up everything else collect all the documents all the recordings and just to wrap wrap a nice bow on top of this series i just went through outlast as well just to get all the stuff that i still had to collect on that game just so you know i i could say i'm finally done with outlast it's off my hard drive got all the trophies so yeah, finally done with this. It was about a month and a half journey with this game. Fun with the game. franchise, really, right? Like, I mean, you did the whistleblower DLC as well. So, yeah, it's awesome. I would recommend that game to you guys and to anybody else who's had their eye on that game. It's uh, once you can get past the, the jump scares, it's definitely a great game. That's really cool. And I'm sure you saw the trailer for the new Outlast. I can't remember the title of it right now, but there's a new Outlast game that got teased as well pretty recently. So Yeah, it was like something Trials. It looked pretty good. Yeah, it did. It's uh, I'm curious to see what what the uh what that game's all about. Mhm. Looks like it's going back to its pre- uh, previous location at the Insane Asylum. Oh, maybe before it, everything kind of went to shit. Maybe maybe, maybe it'll go further into how that whole place got turned upside down maybe some kind of experimental trials oh yeah maybe it's <clears throat> a good guess there sir maybe they'll give you a fucking gun this time you know just give me a taser or something i don't know just yeah my gosh it's too stressed this game really screwed you over as um they don't make you run unlimited anymore in part two so you actually get tired from sprinting in the first one, you could run as forever as you want, as long as you held down the, the the run button. Right. But on this one, you get tired out. You're just like, oh my god, I'm gonna get whacked right now. Oh, that's crazy. So there's like a stamina added, management. Yeah, added a different element to the game. Wow. Well, nice. congrats Speaking again. Of... Yes. Good job, Daryl. That's pretty, uh, pretty big achievement there. For sure. Pretty, pretty big trophy. I mean. Yeah, for sure. What were you going to say, Eli? Sorry. Oh, yeah, you. sorry. Uh, speaking of the running, I think in the Killing Floor 2 patch, they made it easier to run on the PlayStation. Whereas before, you had to hold in the stick. Oh, now you and just, like, tap it? Now you can tap it. Great. Yeah, so. I love that. Now your, thumb, your left thumb doesn't have to end up with blisters. Well, and I just worry about it, too, in terms of, like, am I wearing out my controllers too much when games make me do that? Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, so I'm assuming you've been playing the Killing Floor 2 DLC that you've been jamming out on, Eli? Uh, not quite. I did. I just did the update. I am sticking to what I said I was going to play. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so I'm still working on Nier. Getting back into it a little bit more, but I wish I would have saved those other Platinums <laughs> for in between the playthroughs because <laughs> the second playthrough is like literally the same playthrough. You just have a different character model mm-hmm. it's like uh it's kind of frustrating there's a little more to it with like hacking and stuff which is cool and there's a little more tidbits of information but like i don't think it called for a whole new playthrough like i've just gotten to the point where it actually matters and you split up i was really hoping to get that done because and i should have stayed up till super late like daryl but i i didn't i sh- but there's, I've finished almost all the side quests in the second playthrough, and so I have the last like three main missions to go through, and 
they're pretty streamlined. So the end of the game, the end of the second playthrough should go pretty smoothly from here on out. Nice. But it's actually where the characters split up. So it will be interesting to see what happens. And I'm finally getting to all the new content. And then the third playthrough is actually, don't want to spoil too much, but it's, it's a boss that you fight in the first two playthroughs. So like that one, I'm, I'm excited to play. Like, I wish that was kind of like second or they did some kind of different jump for the second playthrough where you just start where you split up or something. But yeah, I'm getting to the goods now. Nice. And then just, you know, 24 something more playthroughs after that. <laughs> or not playthroughs, but those will be fun. I'm excited to see those funny, silly endings. Like I just have to like eat a fish and I have to take out my operating system chip mm-hmm. and like just like silly stuff like that. Yeah, sort of the so, cleanup, for sure. Mm-hmm. So how many more hours do you think you got to go? I'm not sure. The trophy guide says 60 hours. I'm about, like, 30, I think, so halfway, I guess. Okay. But I'm kind of not feeling like it'll take that long. Uh, it depends on... I think the third playthrough, though, does also have a lot of its own... Since it's a new character and a new whole, like, story arc, I think there's a whole new set of side missions which was also kind of the case with this second playthrough. So it's like how much I complained about all the extra content in this game in the first playthrough. As enjoyable as it is, I still think there's too much. Like there's three times that now. Like they change all the side quests in the in each playthrough. So yeah, yeah. that's pretty wild. But they do only make you do 80% of it. So you got to get like 80% of like the chips, the quests, the fish that you only have to get 50 percent of the fish and then but so they don't make you do it all but that's not my play that's not my play style i'm pretty picky at getting everything right yeah so. it's like if you're gonna make me do 80 percent, i might as well just do all of it you know <laughs> yeah interesting i also saw you've been popping some trophies in lego marvel superheroes is that the correct one yep i've been playing that i got to finally play that with my boy again last night how's um, that going it's it's going better. He's getting pretty good at it. Um, I got to play as the Wolverine last night. I was like, oh, man, the Wolverine's sick, dude. I'm, I'm going to play as him. He's cool. And then, like, he's like, oh, he likes him. I want to be a Wolverine. I'll, I'll be him. I was like, oh, my God. Whatever. <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool, man. I'll be the Hulk. Yeah, Hulk's so, still uh, pretty cool. Yeah. So that was pretty fun. There was, a, <laughs> there was like, a super challenging boss fight last night where you had to, like, shine a light onto who's that like who's the guy that the hulk always fights the big blob abomination or something like that oh man i'm not the guy to ask yeah i I think that's what it is but basically the wolverine has to go up and shine lights in his eyes and so you gotta like you know it switches the gameplay you go from being the lego guy to like controlling the light with your stick and like that took a little while to click and like i kind of tried to bait the abomination if that's what his name is mm-hmm. into the light so because that was a bit tough like the yeah. level was going quick i was like wow we're gonna finish this really soon and then that happened i was like ah, it took like twice it took like <laughs> twice the amount of time i thought it was gonna take but it's fun i like it it's a good game to couch co-op too which is not as prevalent these days yeah is that something you're gonna be going for the platinum in or is, are you just gonna be playing this with zayden just for uh just for fun Definitely just for fun for now. I'm I, I'm really trying to like have him do his own trophy stuff 
I'm trying to like separate that so like he can uh I've been bringing him up and like hey you earned a trophy for the Wolverine and he actually did the teapot one for uh Mr. Fantastic too. Oh cool. Like without even knowing it, both of them, which was pretty sick. Nice. And so I'm like trying to like point them out to him and I would like to this one we're obviously working on together, but there's like a lot of like collectibles and stuff with the Lego games and I'm not sure how that's all going to work out with us. Mm-hmm. Like I'd love to leave it for at both of us. But the weird thing with the trophy list is it talks about it, it specifically calls out single player, which is pretty lame. Yeah, like, that is I, weird. I don't know what that is. That gonna you can't do it with the co-op, or it's only gonna pop for a single player, or hmm. like I I'm kind of bummed at that, and I don't want to like play through it by myself because I was trying to have this list be our together game. So yeah, that is we'll a bit see. strange. Why would yeah, it like so, signal out a one play? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I can't really realize why they would do that. But either it's, way, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to convince him to play through it again though too to get like all the you need different characters that have different abilities to get to the different collectibles and it's gonna be hard to like convince him to stick to this one character we need his ability for to go to this other level we already played. Yeah. So I I don't know how it'll end up all working for as far as trophies and. But it came in that pack, so I'll probably just move on, and I might just save it on my list until he's older and and wants to to get everything himself. I don't know. For sure. Yeah, I ended up buying uh, Lego Jurassic World on sale when you ended up buying that game, so I haven't started it at all. But I was checking out the trophy list a bit, and it does seem to be all the all the Lego games are like relatively similar, where you just basically want to hundred percent them in terms of collectibles and character unlocks and you know beat the story and yeah it it looks pretty interesting i haven't started it yet like i said but i'm hoping steph and i will play through that together at some point in the future nice yeah Yeah, i love that couch co-op man yeah for sure i i I totally (laughs) agree there's not enough games that that do that i mean it's challenging right now with with (laughs) sort of social distancing and quarantining you know i don't really hang out with my friends in person very much right now and when we do it's like we'll go on a hike or you know do something that's outdoors but mm-hmm. um i used to love to play co- couch co-op with a few of my buddies for sure so i'm glad that there's still games around that let you do that very good so sticking with near i'm proud of you for sticking to your guns same with you daryl um i did not stick to my guns at all i don't know if you remember <laughs> if you remember last episode i was like yeah when i get around to uncharted 3 at some point like six months from now or whatever right well i got around to it this this last couple weeks here so i ended up platinuming the whole uncharted nathan drake collection uh which was a really good feeling to get all those done i did not do the extended trophies mostly because they would require an additional two playthroughs per game which i was just not about to do but still very fun experience overall i think uncharted 3 was probably my favorite of the original trilogy so it was good to go back and, you know, kind of clean up the list. It was the game that came with my PlayStation when I bought it back in 2014. So sort of a nice symbolic thing to come back to it after all these years and clean it up and finish them all off. There was there were a few yeah. trophies that were a bit frustrating to go for. One of them, for example, you had to kill 75 enemies in a row without dying, which doesn't sound very hard, but when I was playing through it on Crushing... Or, uh, yeah, was it crushing? It was crushing. It, you know, you obviously, 
I was dying every, I don't know, five, ten minutes to something. So really hard to go for it. And then when I switched it to easy uh, to go for the trophy, the dumbest things would end up killing me. Like, I would end up jumping wrong off of a platform, and Nathan Drake wouldn't grab the thing he was supposed to grab, and I would just fall. You know, and, I, and it's like I'd be in the middle of a level, so like 40 kills into it. And then I would just fall to my death and have to restart or just, you know, stupid shit like that. So that one was a bit frustrating. But overall, I think those three games have really good trophy lists, albeit very similar trophy lists. So you can get kind of burned out having to do the same sort of thing every single time. But very fun. Um, I was considering going into Uncharted 4, but it's no longer on sale. And I didn't get it when it was free, so I'm not going to buy it again for 20 bucks. So... It's kind of the end of my journey with Nathan Drake, but like I said, very fun. Happy I did it, and it's good to get it deleted off the console. <laughs> so, I had a good yeah, time with that. Congratulations on rounding out that series, man. Thank you. Thank you. Pretty, pretty legit. Yeah, it's the first collection I've sort of finished off, I guess. There's not too many of them, I suppose, but it, it was a good feeling, for sure. Yeah, and then other than that, I've been playing a little bit more Minecraft Dungeons with Stephanie. So we are on the last level now, but ended up getting last of, go ahead. Last of one or last of the three plays? Last of one. So okay. we have quite a bit of time to go on that. It's going to just be sort of, uh, I think, a, a game that I'm playing for almost the rest of the year, just <laughs> as is available. And uh, that's mostly because Stephanie started playing Roller Coaster Tycoon again on Steam. And so she's been really into playing that recently. So we haven't had as much couch co-op going on, but it's still a fun game. I'd really recommend it to to folks looking for a good couch co-op game. And uh, the trophy list is really straightforward, albeit a bit grindy. So, yeah, that was good. Um, I I know in the last episode, I said I was going to get into Bioshock, and that is another one of those collections that, on paper, sounded really great to try to go trophy hunting in. But here's the thing, okay? And we talked a bit about this offline. This this game's trophy list blows. Like it actually really sucks. And I'm I'm kind of disappointed because it was hyped this game in general was hyped up to me over the years by pretty much everyone who touched it. All of games media loves BioShock. Right, Colin Moriarty, one of my favorite podcasters, fucking loves this game. I think he's platinumed it 3 times. Uh one of my best friends has recently gone through and gotten the platinum in the whole collection, and so he couldn't wait for me to get around to playing it. And the game is fun, I suppose. The shooting is not very precise. And for a first-person game that requires you to shoot (laughs) and to do things in that form, you know, if the shooting isn't tight and the aiming isn't precise, that's a really big problem. So the game gets good points from me in terms of its story, in terms of its atmosphere. And I think the sort of central philosophy of the game is very cool. But it doesn't hold up very well, and I think I might be in the minority in, in thinking that. I know, Eli, you've tried it out, and you, you enjoyed what you played of it, but I just could not, I don't know, I couldn't get into it. There, there's a trophy for getting all the audio logs in the game. I, I think there's over 160 of them. So as frustrating as it is to have a collectible guide up while you're playing through the game, you pretty much have to do that. And it really is immersion-breaking to stop every you know, five to 10 seconds to look down at your phone and figure out like where the next audio log is or something like that. Right. And I don't know. I just, I, I just, I'm like, man, this game's like not really as good as I thought it was. And the trophy list is, like I said, it's pretty fucking awful. It's written in a really strange way. So for example, 
you can upgrade your weapons in the game, but they have five different... Tro so the trophy list is like the player... First of all, everything is in this weird like third-person sort of language. The player has upgraded one weapon. The player has fully upgraded two weapons. And it has that five times. And then it's got a silver trophy that says the player has fully upgraded all weapons. It's like, you could have just made it one goddamn trophy. I don't know why you had to add five bronzes on your list for this. And it's the same thing with all the research, all the photos that you have to take. And so, I don't know. I feel like the trophy hunting in that game is sort of at odds with what the story wants to do for you. And again, just really immersion breaking. So I'm uh I'm yeah. a a bit disappointed with it. Yeah, I played it when I did when I played it, it was on Xbox, so I wasn't uh going for achievements. Mm -hmm. Um and I didn't get very far. But I would just I I don't know, I would look up on like that how to beat website and see how long it just takes to beat it. Yeah. And just get that experience you might end up falling in love and be like oh man i don't want to i want to play through it on the hardest difficulty and not save or whatever like the you know i'm gonna go find all those audio logs and right then you can at least like if you don't want to find them on your own you can use a guide and like you've already experienced the story because i think that's part of the the love of the game is not from trophy hunters per se but people who just the story and the world building is excellent Right. I, I didn't get that far in it, but like I, you know, that's what I hear is like the the big pull to that game, and um, yeah, I would I don't know, maybe experience it like that. And I know we're concerned about trophies here, mm -hmm. so it'd be hard to like you experience. And you're like ah, not so much, and then you got like a fifteen percent on your list or something. But <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's where it's at right now. So I am <laughs> at fifteen percent, I think. And uh, but yeah, that's a good point, and it might be like you said, one of those rare occurrences where it's like I'm just gonna play this and not even worry about the trophies and just to get the experience or whatever um there there it does require you to the list does require you to play through the game on the hardest difficulty and not use the in-game checkpoints or or yeah the sort of like respawn stations that are available to you so i've been playing through it um not you know using any of those checkpoints or anything like that there's a glitch where you can after the final boss change the difficulty to the hardest level and it'll pop the trophy as if you've done the whole game like that. So that kind of helps you not have to do multiple playthroughs because I did start it on Survivor, which is the hardest difficulty. And my God, is it, it's, it's ridiculously hard. You know, you, I was getting the normal, just average enemy would kill me in probably two hits. And that's when they were only using melee weapons. And then they introduced these security bots with like machine gun turrets and, grenade launchers and like it just seems a bit ridiculous especially when like i said the shooting is not precise for when you're using guns so they'll give you seven handgun bullets and you need to get headshots with all of them to get through an area but the, the game's gonna make you miss half the time just because your reticle is ass you know it's like i yeah it's very frustrating it's if i'm if it sounds like i'm down on the game it's because i am <laughs> I, I was really misled but at some point, I do want to get into Bioshock Infinite because I did play that on 360 and really enjoy it. So I know that that game I will at least like. But I don't know. Daryl, have you played Bioshock at all? Is that on your radar for, for games to trophy hunt in? I played all of them up until Infinite. I okay. played a little bit. And um, I'm right up there with you. I remember the trophies being hard to get because 
it required a lot of time just to get some of those collectibles and upgrade everything. Mm-hmm. But there was a trophy that I did not enjoy getting playing that game, and it was the one where you have to take the photos. Yeah. And you, you have to take photos of, like, all enemy types and then, like, max out, like, the photo level of that enemy. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, did, I didn't like that at all because when you're in the thick of things, you're not going to be busting out your camera to take pictures of things and, you know, trying to go for that trophy. It's going to be hard. Right. And Sounds I, like I didn't Outlast. Particularly... <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Sounds like Outlast. It sounds like fucking Pokemon Snap is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, I agree, Daryl. It was, and I understand what they're going for from a game mechanic standpoint, because when you take pictures of these enemy types, it upgrades your research level for them. And it gives you like damage boosts against that enemy or other sort of passive bonuses. So you do get a reward for doing it. But for as much as the game is supposed to be atmosphere, immersion, and story, the game just pulls you out of it constantly by making you want to take these pictures or hacking a, a vending machine or hacking a security system. And the hack minigame is the exact same minigame every single time. And it might be slightly harder or slightly easier, but it's the same thing. And you're doing it every two and a half to three minutes. So you're stopping your combat to just hack this robot. And then you're stopping your combat to look for an audio log. Then you're stopping your combat to take a picture it's like, what do you want me to do here? Is the goal for me to experience the story or is the goal for me to spend three hours in my menus while I'm playing this game? I just don't get it. So gets a big old C- minus for me in terms of the game, which is, a, like I said, a real bummer because it's supposed to be one of those like all-time... It's on a lot of people's like top five games of all time. I just don't get it. I didn't get into it too much, but it does seem like it's... It's not like your typical first-person shooter where you're like running and gunning and like right trying to stay in the action where it's a little more stealthy and you know they gave you that like shock thing where you can shock them in the water and mm-hmm. they give you advantages like that yep but you know I, so i didn't get super far so i don't know how uh it sounds like it, it is pr- pretty important for the the shooting but yeah I, di- I didn't play it enough to to get a feel and and i'll pro- you know, i'll get back to it because i don't like having a 15 percenter on my list you know, so I'm going to continue to try it, but I just, as of right now, I'm probably three and a half to four hours in. Uh, it's not really too impressive. And like to get back to too having to play without the checkpoints, I played through an entire area or an entire level of the game, got all the collectibles, did all the sort of trophy related things that I would need to do, and then died and had to, you know, and then realized at that point, shit, I didn't manually save. So it's going to make me redo the entire section. And did the game remember that I had picked up collectibles? Of course not. So it's just like, God damn it, dude. Like, I, I don't... I, so, I don't know. It just left a sour taste in my mouth, I guess. Yeah, so I would recommend the Uncharted franchise if you're going to go for a, a, uh, a collection on the PS4. That is my 110% recommendation. So what are you going for next? Uh, it's a good question. I'm not really sure. Um, I have a couple big games on the backlog that have been kind of calling out to me. One of them's Horizon Zero Dawn. The other one is Days Gone. Those are like the two big ones that I have left that I've already purchased. So those are options. At the same time, um, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. <laughs> Rehydrated comes out pretty soon. That's more of like a 
a 3D platformer, and the Destroy All Humans remake comes out in a couple weeks. So that is tempting as well. Plus Spyro Collection is on sale right now, and that seems like a pretty easy, again, third, you know, 3D platformer palette cleanser type of game to go for. But Daryl, you talked about, you know, you own Horizon Zero Dawn as well. So it might be interesting if you're going to hop into it. Maybe I will try to do the same. I'm not really sure right now. Yeah, I think I'm going to take it easy for a little bit just because I've been hammered by Outlast, Insane, and Darksiders 2, Apocalyptic. So I might take a a little break from those tougher games, probably do something like a telltale game or nice some platformers i got so i'll take a look at my backlog nothing too big at the moment because i definitely want to hop back into darksiders while the story's still fresh in my head yeah that's a good call definitely 3d platformers are calling out to me right now i want to point out my four-year-old son is also playing spongebob Hell yeah, dude. There we go. On, on GameCube. Great minds think alike, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's surprising because we're recording this a day after The Last of Us 2 came out. And I don't think anybody here has mentioned that game yet or wanting to get into that game. Or The, the first oh, game had a out? really horrible trophy list. So, what's up? I said, oh, did that come out? Came out yesterday. Yeah. Oh. I'm not going to yeah, get I got it, a... but... I got spammed and I went to Discord and and uh, I know some guy added me and then started he chatted all the spoilers and I was like what what are you talking I don't yeah I haven't even played I don't care you you picked on the wrong jokes on you buddy yeah you're like I don't even know who these characters <laughs> I care are less about that game <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been getting like tens out of ten from pretty much everyone so um, I'm sure it's great but I liked did not love the first game. I'm not really inclined to spend $60 on it and have my PS4 sound like a jet engine when I could just wait and potentially get it on PS5 like a year from now. Anything else you guys want to talk about in terms of uh, what we've been playing? I mean, I guess the the elephant in the room is we platinum Strange Brigade. Or wait, Eli, did you platinum it yet? Nope. Okay, two of us platinum <laughs> Strange <laughs> Brigade. It's got to be 41. <laughs> got to finish near first. I mean, I, I left dying. I left the dying trophy last okay so i'm flexing on that one too nice but yeah i just gotta run around and die so i can save that for after near not too bad then yeah i um <laughs> i don't know it's the first game that we have uh end to end beginning to end completed all the main story campaign together um got most of the trophies together on our you know weekly play sessions so we, we talked about it a, a good deal last time uh but i'm i was pretty happy with that game for ten dollars i think it was a really good sort of co-op experience and you know, the shooting felt way better than Bioshock, so I can't complain. And uh, yeah, I I thought it was a fun platinum hunt. Yeah, it was pretty good, uh, definitely for a co-op thing. But I would like to warn people is to play co-op. Yes. When I had to go back and do solo to grind to get some, uh, or no, so it was for the collectibles. Mm-hmm. I missed when we were playing together. <laughs> um, I when I went back in, so I had to play like the last two levels, and that last one, there's a boss that puts down her staff and like pulls energy from four pillars around her. Oh yeah. And you have to shoot the, each of the pillars at a certain spot. And that was not designed for solo play at all. Like we, that was such a cakewalk when we played that together Mm -hmm. and just completely pooped on her. But now like when I played it solo, 
I died so many times. I was so frustrated and yelling. Like I thought I was gonna get off early, and <laughs> I had I had like thirty thousand coins, so I wasn't backing out now. But it was just like there was so many enemies would spawn, and then as you w went up, uh, like knocking down her house, more enemies would just show up, and then like there were so many enemies that like I couldn't even get to the pillars. Mm. I couldn't roll. I would just get stuck. All these enemies surrounding me, and I, I was stuck. There wasn't enough firepower to shoot the enemies and blast her balls. <laughs> and, you know, like, <laughs> it just was not realistic on solo. And then also, as you get to the third phase of shooting those pillars, the time frame shortens that the pillars are shootable. So, like, there's more enemies. The pillars are – you have to shoot them faster, and I can't even get through so frustrating and yeah. not designed for solo play at all i that was my rant i was so upset and like so if i just want to warn people if you're gonna play this make sure you got some friends to play it with because at least for that boss fight was it's just not, not yeah cool. i couldn't imagine the last boss fight on it either that would be just as crazy yeah i agree i i think i i had to replay replay through quite a few missions to get you know collectibles and to grind out for gold and stuff like that and I didn't have any issues with the first four or five levels, but once the game kind of continues on and gets harder, it, it becomes an issue. And it's a bit surprising that they didn't allow for that boss encounter to change if you're playing solo, like to make only two of the pillars like shootable mm -hmm. or something. You know, it's just weird that it seems like a bit of an oversight, but I hear you. Yeah. That's a good call out. Play it co-op. I would just quickly pimp its artwork for its trophies. I think was some of the coolest like little images I've seen for trophy pops. Um, they're all sort of like watercolor, hand-drawn, you know, images of like mummies and different, you know, I don't know. It's, it's really cool. I'd, I'd recommend people go look at it if you're curious. It's, it's pretty sweet. And the trophy list in general, I thought was very fair. So yeah. Daryl, what, what do you think? Any closing thoughts on uh, strange brigade? It was fun. I definitely enjoyed playing it with you guys. The that game has no replay value because once I got past the the initial campaign, I really did not want to go back and play it again. I mean, I only did it to farm the coins I needed, but there's n absolutely no replay value unless you play with friends. You don't want to go into that game by yourself. It's not really fun, yeah. even if the game's set on the easiest difficulty. You you got to play with friends, like Eli said. And the trophies are nice. It's a nice touch on the game. They're very vibrant, a lot of colors. So they definitely stand out when you take a, a first glance at it. it. It's almost like reading a comic strip. Like some oh, of yeah. the, the trophy tiles are a little goofy. When you read them, they're not just like, oh, this is what you did to beat it. Or they're, they're a little quirky in that sense. Sure. And I like it because it's made by the same people who made Sniper Elite. They're the ones behind that series as well. And their trophies are also designed that way too. Yeah. Where it's almost a, a comic panel. A lot of color. Some weird drawings. But it it's probably what stands out the most from that company with their trophy designs. Yeah. I agree. It's well said. I, f I forgot that you had also done some Sniper Elite game. What, which one was it? Sniper Elite 4 that you played? 
Yeah, Sniper Elite Four. Yeah, and now that race. you mention it, the uh, the trophy artwork did look very similar. So it's interesting to kind of see the the company sort of continue with its same style there. You know, pretty interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is quite a bit of DLC for the game that we're not going to do, <laughs> um, but looks like let me see one two three. There's four DLC packs, so. You know, we have the platinum, and it's sitting at what is the percentage? Sixty-five percent. So that's a bit of a bummer. But overall, like I said, pretty decent. Sounds like from you, Eli and Daryl, play it co-op. I would agree. But uh, check it out if you're Big so inclined. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it in terms of what we have been playing. We kind of know a little bit about what we're going for next. Maybe not too specific on titles for Daryl and I, but Eli, you're going to keep going after near Automata. Um, keep playing some Lego with your kids and uh yeah so anything else to add there before we get into a new segment uh yeah what are we playing as a group next oh fair call fair call so i have downloaded battlefield one as well as star wars battlefront two so i am prepared to go in either direction but i think it was between those two titles if i'm not mistaken yeah, yeah I'd, uh, I'm down for Battlefield One. Battlefield One. Okay. Same here. Okay. I mean, I, I'm open to suggestions if there's uh, any comments that anybody's interested in us playing, but mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna vote Battlefield One just because of the, uh, you know, as a trophy hunter, it's older. Yeah. And I don't want to miss out on those multiplayer stuff. Yeah. That's the only. That's my reasoning behind it. For sure. Yeah, I think I need to... I've played it before, um, I, so I've gotten, like, half of the multiplayer trophies done, and I think I'm, you know, I just need to play through the campaign again and get all the side challenges done, and the letters, I believe, in the main campaign is what the collectible is, so some work to be done there, but yeah, I, I actually bought that game digitally a few years ago, so just happy that we're getting back to it so I can finish it off. Yeah, it's fun. Actually, yeah, you have like half of them. Daryl has them all. Yeah. You guys are basically going to help me get get the, <laughs> I have zero of them. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, the multiplayer is fun. Um, I'm, I'll am i be curious to see how many people are still playing it when there is a new Battlefield game out that has been out for a while now. And uh, especially now that like Warzone exists and some of these other really popular FPS sort of games, mm-hmm. I wonder how many people are still playing Battlefield. And the concern for me always when we go back and play some older multiplayer games is the people that are still playing it are likely very good at the game. So you're jumping in to play with people who have like never stopped playing it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so the, so that should be a, a bit interesting. But I think all that the trophies require is that we just level up the character classes. So really just grinding it out. Yeah, that's the that's the beauty of this. The, the their multiplayer trophies is just. You don't got to win anything. You just got to get experience, which you can do by not doing so great. So it should be fun to, this will be another one of those where you get to just enjoy playing with your friends. Yeah, I'm not even going to really think about it too much. I'm just going to shoot some stuff. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I think it should be a little less stressful than (laughs) watching the guys in Strange Brigade and stuff. So For sure. And then missing one fucking note. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) So I'm ready for, (laughs) I'm ready for that just to play for fun. Yeah, that'll be cool. I'm I'm also looking forward to that. So if anyone is uh looking to play with us or whatever, um obviously shoot us a message. Or, yeah, yeah, just link up with us at the end of the show. We'll kind of pimp our uh where to find us, where to reach us information. So you can get a hold of us there. Or leave comments in uh 
any of the tracks, let us know. Obviously open to any suggestions. So, um, Pretty exciting. We have a new idea and sort of section of the show that we want to get into. And it is a trophy quiz. Quiz, 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 quiz. Sound effects here. Inserting sound effects. Quiz, quiz, <laughs> quiz. Um, so, so the idea is we're going to rotate who's, who's leading this every week. So for this week, I will be the quiz master. But what I've done is I've written down three trophies from all of the trophies that I have or sort of my list. That is not a requirement, but it's what I did for this particular kickoff episode. And what I've done is I wrote down the trophy title and the description for how you need to earn that trophy. And we're going to go through, I've done that three times, and then Eli and Daryl are going to guess as to what franchise that that trophy is from. So, like, is it from, you know, oh, God, I can't even think of something right now. Is it from, like, the Assassin's Creed franchise or something like that, right? And then more specifically, if you can guess the specific game that it's from, that's going to be worth more points. So you get a half a point if you get the franchise correct, and you get another half a point if you get the specific title correct for a total of three possible points per week. So, yeah, pretty exciting. You guys understand sort of what we're going to be doing here and uh, any questions before we get into this? Yeah, I was wondering, how are we going to buzz in? Should we buzz in with Discord chat? Uh, We can do that. Kind of what I was thinking, we're going to go one at a time, so I'll give you the the title and the description, and then I'm just going to give you, you know, 15, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever you guys feel is appropriate. And then I'm just going to ask you, you know, what your answer is. And I'll keep score okay. uh, on uh, my notepad here. Okay, so, cool. So it's not like a race. It's a cumulative. You get a certain time frame. Yeah, it's not a race. It's not like, both, oh, I answered first. get one point. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. So how long do you, you guys are... <laughs> want in terms of the timer? Let's go with 15. 15, 15 seconds. 15 seconds. 15 seconds. Now we got to be quick, man. It's like Jeopardy. Whoa. I mean, we can do 30 seconds as well. And I will, is. and I will, uh, if you're hearing this down the line and you don't hear any big pause in between when I ask and when they answer, it's because I've cut out the time that's just silent. So, you know, if you guys want to do 30 seconds, that's fine. I'm just going to cut it out anyway in the edit, you know? Let's see how it goes. Okay. We're going to do 15 seconds for this first one. You guys can play along at home. And, uh, yeah, I think it should be pretty fun. So, you guys ready to go? I'm going to bet that Assassin's Creed is not one of the games. That... <laughs> it's not one of the answers. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> no okay. phones. Yeah, no phones. Don't look anything up. You guys, good to go. Let me know if you're ready. Yes, sir. Okay. So, I will start the timer after I've done the full description of what you need to do to unlock the trophy. So, the title of the trophy is Winged Spawn of Satan winged spawn of satan and the description is defeat 16 bats in the church you have 15 seconds on the timer go ahead time is up that was quick time is up folks (laughs) 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 you want an additional 15 seconds we can do to think about it a bit more do you guys have an answer i think i have an answer okay eli i have an answer but i definitely don't think it's right that's all right. It's the first time we're doing it. We're, do, we're getting to it. So, Eli, start us off. What do you got? Doom. So your, your franchise guess is Doom. Do you have a specific title in the franchise? There's no churches in space. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the title of the episode right there. So, no. There's Thank no God. church that's in space. That's how I know it's wrong. Okay. All right. So the guess is Doom. 
and Doom. no specific Doom. title. Okay, Daryl, what about you? I'm going to say Doom 2. You're uh, saying Doom 2? Doom, no, just Doom as well as Eli's answer. Okay. So just the franchise, or are you saying Doom 2016? If I had to pick, it'd be 2016, I guess. Okay. Right, yeah, I'm going to say that too. Okay. I'm going to say whatever Eli said. <laughs> well, the next or actually for the next one, know. I'll have you answer first, Daryl, so you can't just like keep copying the person before you, you know. Um, yeah. And what we'll do is at the end of it, I'll tell you guys what the answers are. So I'm not going to tell you right now what you got. Okay. You know what really actually came to mind is that uh, I don't think you played it. Is that Murdered Soul Suspect? Oh, interesting. I think there was a collectible like that where you had to kill. Might have been Ravens though, but I was like, I don't think that's. I don't think that's it. Fucking Ravens but. trophy from God of War. Um, anyway, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> Got the first one done. Like I said, I'll tell you at the end uh, what the answers are. So, get ready for question two. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So, gotcha. the title of this trophy is Tower Warrior. And the description is, complete a tower with every character. You have 15 seconds on your marks. Get set. Go. I know what this one is. Confidence coming out. Time is up. Put your pens down. <laughs> Once again, to people listening, if you don't hear the time gap, it's because I've edited it out for your to respect your time, I guess is the best way to put it. So do not fret. They are beholden to a timer, even if you are not hearing the blank space. So what do you guys have for this one? Daryl, we'll start with you. I know I'm wrong, but I'm going to go with Mortal Kombat because that's the only game that came to mind. Okay, Mortal Kombat. And what specific entry in the franchise? Uh, let's go with nine. I don't think it matters. <laughs> okay, Mortal Kombat nine. Got it. Eli, what about That's you? Wrong. Okay, I'm confident and that it is right, and I'm gonna say Mortal Kombat ten. Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat ten, or MKX as some people call it. All right, good stuff. Good stuff. We are on to the third and final question here. So get. Might not actually be right. But... Get ready. The title of this trophy is Namaste. And so that's N-A-M-A-S-T-E, like yoga, namaste, right? And the description for the trophy is use dawn and dusk to make time speed forward 30 times. Okay, you have 30 seconds, or no, 15 seconds on your marks, get set, go. Dawn and dusk what? Uh, use dawn and dusk to make time speed forward 30 times. I'll give you an extra five seconds on this one. I think I know this one. And that's time. All right. Eli, let's start with you. What do you got for Namaste? Okay. I got the Witcher series and Witcher 3. Witcher, the good guess. Witcher 3. Okay. Daryl, what do you got, my friend? I don't know. No game comes up. <laughs> game comes to mind. <laughs> No, I'll give you, a, you know, the hint is these are all games that I've played, okay? So if you want to just throw a random guess out there, get something down. You may, you never know. You might get a half a point. Assassin's Creed. Okay, it's a franchise. And what specific title? Uh, let, let's go with Origins. All right. Okay, boys, it's time to tally the score if you've been playing along at home. Let's see how many points we got. So, Winged Spawn of Satan. Defeat 16 bats in the church. The answer is Resident Evil 0. So no, no points Evil. from either of our contestants today. Both people guessing Doom 2016. The next one, Tower Warrior. Complete a tower with every character. 
the franchise answer from both players was Mortal Kombat, which is correct. So half a point for everybody there. And the correct title was Mortal Kombat 10. So one full point to Daryl, half a point to Eli. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All the way around there, buddy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so zero on the first one for both you guys. We got a 0.5 and then a 1.0. Cool. So the final one, Namaste. Use Dawn and Dust to make time speed forward 30 times. Eli's guess was The Witcher and Witcher 3. Daryl's guess, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Origins. The answer is Assassin's Creed Origins. One full point to Daryl. That brings our total for the week to one and a half points for Daryl and one point for Eli. Should have known you haven't played The Witcher 3. They have that meditate thing. I thought that was it. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's very similar to that, actually. Yeah. So good job, everybody. I know. That's why I'm like, just throw something out there, dude. You might get it. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. Hey, try get us man and say oh assassin's creed i was like there's no way he's gonna ask this question about assassin's creed i know i tried to i tried to trick you guys there yeah (laughs) yeah that was a good one the wingspawn of satan was certainly the hardest of the questions i think but ari was my actually my second guess Mm -hmm. because i knew doom doesn't have churches (laughs) yeah i'm gonna use that for the title of the episode there's no churches (laughs) in space there we go so um Good stuff. Thanks for playing, guys. Hopefully, yeah, the Tower Warrior one was one I wanted to be sort of a freebie, at least to get like a half a point. So I'm glad you guys both got some some points there. So again, to reiterate the final scores right now, Daryl in the lead at one and a half points. Eli in second place with one point. I have not yet played, but I'm in third place with zero points. Who wants to tackle this next week? We have a volunteer out of you, team. Yeah, I'll go. All right. So Eli is going to be the quiz master next week on the Quizmaster edition of Trophy Talk. So appreciate you guys playing. If you played at home, hope you enjoyed it. And that is pretty much going to do it for our content in this show. I'm going to give you guys an opportunity um, to kind of pimp out your social media stuff, where people can find you, where they can find you know your YouTube, Twitch, all that kind of stuff. So uh, Daryl, why don't you start us off? Give uh, give the people some info on where to find you at. Yeah, just one big change. I decided to pull the trigger on changing my PSN ID. And I will be reborn as the tall Simone guy. Oh, shit. So, That's exciting. So I, um, I, I have to change it on my PSN ID, but I have it set up as that name on my Twitch. So you can find me on Twitch. Uh, just find me at the tall Simone guy. Simone, you spell it as S-A-M-O-A-N for those who are curious <laughs> on the spelling of that. For those who want to trophy hunt if you need another partner to help you get some of those tougher trophies you can find me on my psn id the tall simone guy as well good stuff pulling the trigger yeah Yikes. yeah man it, i just wanted something more unique that yeah. was a pre-generated aim from my xbox days mm. and i carried that over to psn so i just wanted something a little bit more unique something that was uh symbolic of myself and I think that was a, a pretty cool choice to make. Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's cool, man. Eli, where can the people find you at? Uh, yeah, I want to happily announce I got my YouTube channel to say Narshro 13. I nice. figured it out. <laughs> there so you go. It got all switched over. Narshro 13, 1D on YouTube, PSN, 
Instagram now. I don't really have much going on that yet. Uh, kind of s- slowly trying to work into this with all the drawing and branding and stuff, trying to get it all the same. Right. Uh, Discord, Narshred 13, 1D. The cool thing about spelling words wrong is it's available everywhere. <laughs> uh, and uh, Twitch, Narshred 13. I've actually been streaming. We'll be streaming again tonight, 9 o'clock uh, Pacific time. 9 o'clock Pacific time. Uh, we'll be streaming Battlefield tonight, which is super exciting. Nice. I've never played it. And I do occasionally stream some couch co-op with my boy, which on the Hush Hush, I'm not sure what the rules are, but I know they're, he's not actually the streamer, but... Like there's rules on like age and streaming. So I'm not sure, but we do some uh, pretty fun hopping around in Manhattan and playing as superheroes with a four-year-old mentality. Pretty entertaining. So check us out there too. That's awesome. Uh, For myself, um, not a whole lot to pimp. I don't have a huge presence on social media anymore, but you can find my old YouTube channel. Um, and I have 195 videos on there. So if you guys are looking for some content, I got some stuff there. So it's youtube.com and, uh, the username you want to look for is CK present, which is the same as my, uh, PSN name. So if you're looking for someone to trophy on with, or you want to follow me on PlayStation, the username is CK present. And once again, I want to reiterate that our SoundCloud URL has changed. So it is soundcloud.com slash coffee kids. That's where you're going to find all of the episodes for this show, as well as a few of the older ones that I've done with some other people back in the day. So thanks again for joining everybody for episode nine of Trophy Talk. I really appreciate your time today. And until next time, happy trophy hunting.